What's up, everybody? We're back in the huddle for episode seven. You got your host, Matthew. Yo, it's Taylor here. And it's your boy, John John. And we're back diving into everything sports. We'd like to welcome you to get in the huddle. Be sure to hit that follow button on all our social media. And after you give the episode a listen, be sure to give the show a rating and review. All right, guys. First up on today's topic list is the Super Bowl. Even though we are late to the party discussing this, we got to get it done. Yeah, but, you know, this this Super Bowl was just the perfect ending to probably the greatest playoffs of, you know, maybe all time. And, boys, what what I predicted in the Super Bowl was pretty much exactly what happened other than the Cam Akers getting the Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, you were way <laughs> off on that. But, but he, had, he pretty much had negative yards. But I, but I predicted the Bengals are going to cover the spread. Rams are going to win by a field goal, and they're going to stop them on a fourth down. That's going to be how the game's going to end. That's what I said. And if you want to be technical, you were even pretty much good on the score. You were only four points off for each team. 27-24 was your prediction. I will, so I'll give you the credit for the score, how it was going to happen, you know, all that stuff. But the Cam Akers thing, I, I can't cut you any slack on that because that may have been – I was going for a home run and I struck out. That was the worst hot take I think I've ever seen. I mean, to be fair, it was a it definitely was a lower scoring game than anybody thought it was going to be. I think, well, it was probably about half and half of the sports world of being like, you know, low 30s, high 20s, and then the people that thought like John John, mid to low 20s. I think it would have been another like a little bit higher scoring, at least for the Rams, if Odell didn't get hurt. True. I think that, I think that changed a lot for the Rams. They oh, were yeah. They were playing really good when he was playing and stuff, so. If, yeah, yeah. I mean, I definitely had the over. I I thought it was going to be over. What was it, forty eight and a half? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you didn't you didn't think that the Bengals were going to be that good on defense? That that's probably some of the best defense they played all year. Yeah, their run defense was something else. And I didn't expect. Well, your over would have been even further away if the refs did would have called the pass interference on T Higgins. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That was the worst call. You know, everybody's hating on the holding call on the Bengals there at the goal line, but that was just a makeup call, in my opinion. They I mean, he, he, he clearly grabbed the face mask, turned him, and then threw him down. So Yeah, so I don't know why there's Bengal fans out there arguing over the the slight little holding call that pro- that should have been, you know, technically a no call, how they were calling it all game. Right. They, owed them, they pretty much owed him a touchdown because they gave the Bengals a touchdown is what happened on that play. Yeah, I would have to agree with that. You know, but, as a Saints fan, I don't feel sorry for the Rams one for not getting that call. <laughs> well, they pay, they were able to overcome it, unlike the Saints. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. And, and as far as, like, you know, your Super Bowl MVP pick, if Odell didn't get hurt, Aaron Donald's winning MVP 100%. Because yeah. Cooper Cup, you know, doesn't ha- get every single ball thrown his way on the last drive and all that stuff. Odell's getting some passes. His stats aren't the same. He Cooper might not have two touchdowns. He might only have one. And then Aaron Donald is definitely getting MVP because he deserved it, I think. He made the two greatest plays of the whole night. I mean, they had he to tackled, take – He take, tackled a grown man with one hand. And, they, I mean, they had to take three offensive linemen to stop him. Yeah, I mean – 
he's 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 something else. He's out of his world. He is, in my opinion, easily top ten defense all time. In my opinion, maybe top five. Later on down the road, has a case to be top one or two. I mean, what do you guys, the, what do you guys think of that? Just the difference he makes and how you have to block him is enough to say that I would agree with that. There hasn't been – there's been linebackers. You know, there's been some safeties. There's been some uh, defensive ends. You know, players that you can kind of move around and be versatile with that have that are game changers and game wreckers, you know. Mm-hmm. But there's never been a defensive lineman, a nose tackle per se, that is as dominant and game changing the way he is. I would agree. He plans a double team at all times. You have to, or tri- or if you're the Bengals, they really needed the whole offensive line to block him. I mean, at least at least chip block him with a running back or tight end or something. Something. I mean, I mean you, you got to send help, especially with that porous Bengals offensive line. Man, they they struggled. <laughs> they better their draft this year had better be all linemen. Well, they got a. They, I, I saw somewhere where they were projected to get uh, Kendrick from Kentucky. So, I mean, he's he's definitely a good one to get. So, they need all the help they can get. Oh yeah, and and Joe Burrow better go to the front office and demand a better offensive line with all the injuries he's had already. Well, he kind of put this on himself. He wanted Jamar Chase. They knew that, <laughs> and instead of getting Sewell, they got Chase, which worked out good, but. In the long term, I mean, just like on that final play, Jamar Chase was wide open on that final play. Do you see that? Oh, yeah. Jeremy Ramsey fell down. Yeah. Jamar Chase would have walked in for a touchdown. Yep. But say that's, you know, just Tyler Boyd or something streaking down the sideline, not Jamar Chase because they don't have him. But Suell's making a block for Joe on that side, uh, you know. Yep. And you know, I don't know. But I guess you could make a case that, they wouldn't have got to that point if they didn't have Jamar Chase either. So, I agree. And we'll the, never know, but you can't have a good quarterback if he's beaten up all year long in his whole career. Yes. Yeah, speaking of injuries, I mean, do you, do, you, do you think they should ban turf? Listen, I was reading – I read a couple articles and because I, I saw it being tweeted by a couple players uh, about getting rid of the turf. So, I was, like, doing some research and stuff. And the hard surface of the turf, it that increases the chances of non-contact injuries by eighteen to twenty percent. Wow! So I, I mean, if if the players don't want it, get rid of it. You know, get from some that, nice, from, yeah, get from some that, nice grass. From those numbers, uh, I, I agree with that. I mean, I, I mean I, you got you got to it's. Well, it's for the player safety. I mean, it has nothing to do with anything else. If they don't want the turf, get rid of it. Oh, yeah. I think it should be as simple as that. Yeah, it should definitely had, be for the players. Yeah, I had no idea that it was that high of a percentage over, you know, regular grass. I didn't either. I honestly thought that players preferred playing on turf. Same. Because of, you know, doesn't get as uh, slippery and muddy. And um, I mean, so yeah. I always thought that they preferred it, but. After all, all the things I've seen and read over the past week, I mean, I had no idea. Yeah, um, that's that's a crazy s- statistic. I mean, I, I figured, you know, with regular grass, you know, if it's muddy or 
dry. I mean, it, it would you could slip more, get stuck, your cleats get stuck more, you know, your cleats get heavier, something like that. But that's a uh, that's crazy. Well, I guess if you think about it in this way, the turf, you're you're you have more grip when it's in good conditions, like indoors and stuff like that. You have better grip. So, like when you're planting, you you stick and get like more traction on the ground so maybe that's why it causes more injuries like you're not as like you're not as running as like normal as you would on grass you know what i mean like it's normal to run on grass but it's not normal to run on turf right so maybe that could be it that yeah and it could be uh i don't know does any do any nfl teams actually have grass or do they all have turf no there's teams with grass that's what i thought so i mean and that's a that's a huge difference too Especially, yeah. I mean, even in college football, it's the same way. Like, I'm pretty sure the Steelers, they have grass. They're old school. I'm pretty sure their their field's grass. Gotcha. Yeah, that's uh, that's going to be an de- interesting topic about uh, maybe in the offseason or preseason or something that they're going to have to talk yeah. about for sure. Yeah. All right, guys, let's jump into our second topic of the day. And it's about the biggest impact of the trade deadline, which was the Nets and 76ers getting into it. Yeah, and I honestly think the 76ers won that trade. Hold the fucking phone, buddy. Let's let's not get crazy here. Are you serious right now? I mean, as much as James Harden gets hurt and is like, you know, doesn't play, I think he did that on purpose at the Nets like he did at the Rockets. Um, he, he's not wearing the fat suit anymore, of course, but uh, I definitely think that for what the 76ers want to do, they won the trade so far. No. That's just wrong. I'm not even going to accept that as, as an answer. I'm just not. I mean, maybe, maybe the Nets will win it in the long term, but Ben Simmons is just – he's just not – I just don't think he's anything in the NBA and he'll he'll never I mean he's he's all right I guess but he'll never end up anything 76ers got James Harden they just won a championship they could they could possibly win win one or maybe even two who knows No listen 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 not going to happen the Nets won this trade and I'll tell you why Ben Simmons is going to come in and he's going to be the role player that he has to be not the star he was supposed to be at the 76ers. He's got way less pressure because most of the pressure is on KD because he's the best player in the world. And then you got Kyrie. This allows Ben to run the offense, facilitate to KD and Kyrie, and they can play him off the ball and just be pure scorers like they are. Ben runs the offense, and then this also adds a 6-10 a uh, versatile defender that the Nets really needed badly. Yeah, but let's not forget this: the Nets also got Seth Curry and Drummond. Listen, I was saving that part for you because I knew you were going to throw in Seth. I mean, you as got part him. of the equation because of obvious reasons. Well, he's a piece. He's been one. He's been one of the best shooters in the NBA the past couple of years. Oh, I'm not down. I'm with. No, I'm, I was just saving for you. I, I knew you were going to say it. That's well, why I didn't he, mention. He's got Curry in his name. Of course, he's a good shooter. 
he's, yeah, he was he was born to shoot. He's <laughs> three this year, and I mean Drummond, he he's like one of the best rebounders in the NBA. He has been for a while. Yeah, he's a he's a almost he's if you give him you know, fifteen twenty minutes a game, maybe twenty two minutes, he's okay. pretty much guaranteed a double double. Don't okay, be ten boards. Ten boards, ten dunks. That's all. You, that's all you need. Yeah. Yeah, but and the that, real question is, is Ben Simmons going to be able to make free throws? Listen, buddy, we don't need to make free throws because the ball is going to be in KD and Kyrie's hands at the end of the games. <laughs> yeah, he's not going he's not even gonna have to attempt a shot, and that's what he wants. Yeah. he. When it comes down to, you know, the last couple minutes of the game or whatever, he is not going to be the one handling the ball, doing things. He's going to be playing defense, rebounding, and kicking it ahead for those two to do their thing. Well, clearly he doesn't want to shoot wide-open layups. So, And he has stated that he has been in the gym working on his shots all off-season and all that. this season working. I'll, I'll believe that when I see it. <laughs> but, I mean, but, I, but, I can't. What are you going to say, Jonathan? But just think of this lineup. Kyrie Irving, Seth Curry, uh, Joe Harris, KD, and Ben Simmons. I think Joe Harris is done for the year. Is he? I think he's going to uh, require another round of surgery on his ankle. I think it's I'll not saw that. Com- it's not confirmed well. yet, but there's a good possibility. I think I saw that as well. So that's probably why they brought Seth Curry or got tried to get Seth Curry. Yeah, but still, but they like, still got Patty Mills. Yeah, they still got Patty Mills. But I'd leave yeah. him. I would uh, start him. I'd have him coming off the bench uh, still. Starting. But still, Kyrie, Seth, KD, Ben Simmons, and then I guess you could start Drummond. Or Aldridge or Blake Griffin. Yeah, or Aldridge. or t- I mean, take your pick at the five position. <laughs> yeah, KD go. at the five and Blake at the four or however you want to move them around. So, Matt, just go ahead and accept that you have lost this argument. It was never an argument to begin with because your, your opinion – you know, they say there's no wrong opinions. That one was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you all say. How about that, uh, Joel? Or did you see James Harden try to teach uh, Joel Embiid to step back, and he walked <laughs> on his first one? <laughs> yeah, you see, you see, you're you're creating an argument against yourself right now because right, James true. is already teaching bad habits. <laughs> yeah, Joel. Joel, James is in practice one day, and Joel's already trying to take step back threes. The double step back walk through uh, three pointer. He's, I saw a clip of them literally the clip of when he was yep. teaching the yeah, moves, I saw that too. and and he couldn't do it in the practice. And he thinks that he's a good idea to try to do it in the game when he couldn't even do it during practice. You know, that's probably the first walk I've seen called in the NBA in two years. <laughs> they called one on Seth Curry the other night. Well, must be the second walk then. They've called I mean, in two years. They're calling it more lately for whatever reason. Yeah. Speaking of winners and losers of the trade deadline, I'm uh, I'm coming up. I came up with this myself. I don't know how catchy it is or if it'll you know click amongst anybody else. But the lost Lakers. Uh yep. Yeah. I mean, what's going on with my Lakers? I mean, they they are a lost cause this year. I mean, they they tried to get rid of Westbrook, but they just couldn't. They couldn't. There was they. There was a trade for him and John Wall. There was a trade for uh, him 
and Christian Wood. There was a trade for who was it? Was, was wasn't Buddy Hield one of them? I think it was Buddy. Oh yeah, it was Westbrook, Buddy Hield, and the the Kings wanted um, a twenty twenty seven first round pick, and the Lakers wouldn't give up that pick, or they'd have Buddy Hield right now. <laughs> and I just don't understand why. Like, why would what what's that first round pick matter five years from now? I mean, they're obviously, they're obviously not preparing for any future because of all the pl- old players they have. Yeah, they've already ruined their future. They they need to try to win now. Yeah. Why would you hold on to a pick for five years? LeBron ain't gonna be playing in five years. We can. I'm. I've seen the decline this year. He he doesn't have the motor. He's or at he, least he's not gonna be playing there in five years. He. I just don't think he'll be playing in general. When's Bronny hit the league? He's got, what, two, three years left maybe? Yeah, he's going to play. Whenever Brian hits the league, he'll play one year with him, and that's it. And where that depends on where he goes, too. I'm sure that he'll go end up at the Lakers because the Lakers will trade AD or somebody for a top three pick or something like that. Listen, I've never seen three of the top, you know, you can say top – 10, top 15, top 20 players in the league, whatever, however you want to rank those three, and then it produced nothing. <laughs> well, they've, they've had a lot of injuries. They have, but still, for the most part, they've had at least two of those players in every single game, I think. Yeah. And they've, they're, what, five games under 500? That's just unacceptable. Now they're the ninth seed, I think, in the playing didn't game. They, didn't they open the season as, like, with a second or third, top three best odds to win the NBA championship? Oh, yeah. And now, yeah. now look, they're, they're, they're barely going to make the play-in. Just like I said, John John, they're barely going to make the playoffs. But uh, congrats to LeBron for uh, passing Kareem. Nobody cares. <laughs> Obviously. No one That's even talked true. about it, and I'm and I'm happy that no one talked about it because no one cares. Everybody knew it was going to happen. And, and you know what the funniest part about no one talking about him doing that and stuff? He's mad, and then he tries to he tries to invite himself to have his own parade with the Los Angeles Rams today. You see that? <laughs> yeah. Like it's always got to be about him, and I just can't stand it. I can't. I he's just, always got to be in the middle of the attention and everything. He does. Like he's like. Let's have a Lakers, Rams, and Dodgers parade so I can be at the front and it'd be all about me. The Buddy, Dodgers didn't even win the freaking uh, MLB playoffs either. The Braves did. They're talking about the one, the year, the two years Lakers. ago almost. Yeah, when they when the city of Los Angeles wouldn't let them do anything because of the COVID. It's it's the champ. It's not last year's championship. It was two years ago. Yeah. That's they already. That's of course. Yeah, it's just you know, it's just him making another way for it to make him by himself. Trying to get on ESPN like he always is. I know it's just they always like make up stupid stats for him too. Like he's the first player ever on February fifteenth to score eleven <laughs> points and have twelve rebounds while breathing in Los Angeles air or something like that. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> I mean, that is a pretty good stat line, I guess. But, I mean, breathing in Los Angeles air, that's <laughs> not too that's many people. I've never done. That. Yeah, that's something I've never done either. I guess. Kudos, you know, kudos to him for that, you know. Yeah, true, yeah. 
Well, but speaking of like championship odds and championship contenders, does you know the net 76ers trade does that affect who you guys have coming out of the east or does it leave the things the same? I know John John had the nets before that trade. I'd assume he definitely has them now, right? Oh, yeah, as long as KD's 100%. Well, I think he'll come back after the All-Star yeah. uh, break, him, I'd say. Him and Ben will probably come back probably around the same time. I think Ben is coming back. One, I think uh, he he didn't say he was coming back, but he's he is supposedly aiming to come back March 10th because the Nets play at the 76ers that day. Gosh, I hope so. Oh, you know that's going to be a packed house, and everybody's going to boo Ben Simmons. Yeah, I mean, he might get stuff thrown at him. Well, <laughs> he if, might. If he doesn't play that game, though, it'll just show that he's like scared to play. Like he doesn't have the confidence to play there. Oh he's yeah, scared, scared of the crowd and can't handle the pressure. Oh yeah, play playoff series. What? I hope they have to play a playoff series. They probably be, will. They might. I don't know. In the East side of things, I got the Bucks and I think the Nets now. Well, I'm still sticking with my Miami Heat. So I like the Miami Heat. I have them winning it in a parlay that I have uh, going. Uh, but I don't know. I just – I think with Giannis, he, he's playing back up. He's like – right. he's probably going to end up winning the MVP again. He's going to be – he's making his climb way up the ladder. Yeah, yeah, he's he's making the case. I mean, dropped another fifty piece. He's only missing two or three shots a game. Yeah, he's going like eighteen for twenty, sixteen for twenty. Like, who does that? Who, who only misses like three one last night for fifty? That's not that's not normal. <laughs> Fourteen rebounds, two for three from three. Yeah, like, and I think he had uh, like five or. Maybe even like seven assists to go along with that. Yeah, it, it was like it was almost a fifty-point triple double. That's crazy. Yeah, he, you know, he, and I just saw the numbers. I know we're only you know two and a half weeks into the month of February, but they were comparing uh, Giannis's and Embiid's February numbers. All everybody talked about was Embiid in January. Even you guys, Embiid, Embiid, Embiid. And Giannis is making him look like a chump in February so far. <laughs> a chump. I'd rather Giannis him. win it than than Joe. Oh, me too. I hate him. Being. I I've made it him. I don't like him. I ha- I've never liked him when he was when he first got in the league. I just have never liked him. I didn't like him in college. Hate him. Don't like him. He's the most Duke player that never went to Duke. Oh my lord! Start <laughs> <laughs> that shit. <laughs> You know what? I I would actually have to agree with that. I don't know why. I just I just he get, he does give that vibe, and I don't know. We're probably a little biased, you know, being Kentucky fans, but it, he does give that vibe as a, as a Duke guy, for sure. That made John John really quiet. <laughs> John John, right, it was John, a we're joke. Done, we're, done, we're done. We're done. It was a joke, buddy. Next or, subject, or what? Or or was it? Nah, it wasn't. <laughs> so, so we got we we talked about the East. You know, who's pretty much gonna get to the end there? Kind of a little bit the MVP race there. 
But what about the West? You got any, there's not really any MVP guys over there besides, I think, Devin Booker. He'll, I think he'll finish, like, top five voting probably. I mean, you can always throw Steph in there, but I think it's going to be Warrior Suns in the finals. Um, and then I hope the Suns come out again to play in the championship. I think the Suns are going to come out, but the only way the Warriors even have a chance if Draymond comes back. I haven't even heard anything of when. I'd say probably after the All-Star break, they're just saving him for getting him as much rest and as health as they can. I didn't even know but, he hurt. Yeah, he's been out for like almost a month, and Jeez. they haven't been the same without him. And it, it showed. Like they have, I mean, they're still winning some games and stuff, but they're not the same team without him. <laughs> for he's, how- the enfor- he's the enforcer, the defense of God, the, pretty much the point guard. I for mean, how for how bad he is, he's actually really good. He's not bad. He just gets a bad rep because yeah. of people don't like him and he can't he's not like a score or anything, but he, he just play, he just wins. He does. Yep. He's just that guy that wins. Yep. Yeah, I think Clay Thompson is starting to find his groove a little bit from coming back from 2 years off. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that definitely hurts a lot. Being playing, not you know, not playing two years. <laughs> I, think, I think it's the Warriors by a landslide. Wow, really? You think they, you think they sweep the Suns in the conference finals? Probably not sweep, but five or six. Wow, interesting. So you're saying Draymond comes back, yeah, and he facilitates, does his thing, you know, has his like. Mm-hmm. You know, double double rebounds and assists, and Clay and Steph go off in the playoffs. Yep. Okay. But you still got? Do you still have Embiid winning MVP, or do you go uh, to Steph, or do you uh, go to Giannis? Right now, it's Embiid still. Still. Yeah. Isn't? But you know, when Harden comes back into play, that Embiid's numbers are going to go down. Yeah, but that that hasn't happened yet. Harden said that he was all about, you know, just. He's all about the winning and just helping uh, Embiid and doing whatever they can do, blah, blah, blah. But there's no doubt in my mind that numbers drop for Embiid. I just know they will. I mean, he had a 40-point triple-double a couple of days ago. Yeah, but wasn't that in a loss? No, they, they beat the Cavs that night. Who, who'd they lose to the other night? Uh, they got killed by 76. I mean, not by the Celtics. Yeah, yeah, I bought like yeah, 50. That, it was almost 50. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was almost. That's on, that That can't happen if you're the MVP. Well, she goes to the NBA. 50? Not if you're the MVP. Yeah, you can't be, yeah. He only had like 20 points in that game and, you know, I mean, yeah, you can't be having none of that. I mean, they got blown out. They were getting blown out. Real early, yeah. He didn't play that much. I think he played like twenty six minutes or twenty nine minutes or something, somewhere around there. Played over half the game, but he, you know, I mean, who? There's nobody even on the Celtics team that should can even guard him. So they should have been going down every possession and scoring just about. Nobody can guard him. Who's going to guard him on the Celtics? Al Horford, <laughs> Come on. Williams. Robert Williams, he oh. just overpowered Robert Williams. Yeah, Robert Williams is more of an athletic. He's just yeah, he's just, he's like a power forward that can jump out of the gym. That's all he is. 
All right, our third and final topic of the day is going to be college basketball. We're going to do it a little bit differently this week. We're going to talk about our starting fives and compare who we each have against each other. All right, we're going to start with the point guards. And for my point guard, I'm going to go with a guy out of Villanova, Colin Gillespie. That's a not a bad pick, but I will one-up you because I've got Akinjo from Baylor. Interesting. Yeah, I was not expecting that from you. I was, I was, not, I was expecting you to say Colin Gillespie as well because you've been, you've been raving about him all year so far. You know what? I thought about it, and I just, I was leaning that way, but I was just, I was like, man, I just want a more of a better, a little bit better defense, more grit, more, because he can score, but he also plays defense, and he, he's more of a facilitator. Colin Gillespie isn't really a facilitator. He's more of like a score guard. Yeah, I want them shooters on my team. <laughs> I mean, that's All a right, good Matt, point. who do you got? Who do you got? I'll actually go out to the West Coast with uh, Gonzaga with Mr. Nimhard. I think he's stepped up his game a lot since transferring from Florida. Um, I did not see that pick coming. Me either. Not he's, even a not even a little bit. <laughs> he's he's. I watched them the other night. I mean, he. You know, they played terrible competition in their terrible conference, but the way he's played this year is pretty solid. I mean, it's, I don't know if it's you know first yeah, round term, worthy, but you know that term pretty solid to me. That just seemed. Listen, when I when I pick my guy, I'm like, you know what? This is my guy. <laughs> I would take him over a lot of guys this year, for sure. Nimhard? Yeah. I mean, I probably would too, but. I'm not taking him over Colin Gillespie. <laughs> and I'm definitely not taking him over Akinjo. <laughs> well, my shooting guard is Mr. Tata Washington. Really? Really. I didn't see that coming either. Oh, yeah. Love me some Tata, even though he's been hurt. I think he makes a huge difference to to the Kentucky Wildcats. I mean, you saw how – I mean, what, Auburn game, he got hurt, we lost. We should have won that game. Uh, not wrong. I think he's more of a point guard, like a scoring point guard, though, than he is – he plays well, He plays both. He does, he does play both, but I think he's more of a scorer. I mean, he's he can definitely facilitate for sure because when oh, we, yeah. Severe Wheeler went out, he – he had what seventeen assists one game, so yeah, he, he can right. definitely facilitate. But I think he's more of a a scorer for sure, and he can he can play defense. He's very versatile. So, well, you took somebody from UK. I'm taking somebody from KU, Abaji. Yeah, that, that's not a bad pick either for sure. My that's who I was gonna say. You got him too, John. <laughs> yeah. Oh, buddy. He is the man. I mean, if he wasn't on Kansas, Kansas wouldn't even be in the picture. Oh, for no, yeah. I don't even know if they'd be. Uh, they might be a top twenty-five team, maybe. I think they'd be on the bubble if they didn't have a body. You think so? They'd be like on the bubble, like mid, uh, mid to upper of the Big Twelve. You know, they'd be fighting and clawing. Well, three. I mean, Remy Remy Martin's been hurt pretty much all year, so he could probably make a, a little difference. But yeah, I don't I don't think they'd be definitely even close to as good as they are if they don't have him. 
I mean, yeah. they do have Mitch Lightfoot, though. Stop. <laughs> freaking the freaking new Perry Ellis. He's, he's been, been he, he's been there about as long as John Fulkers has been at Tennessee. What is it with these guys? How do they stay in school for so long? Well, now they, COVID, now COVID's giving them an extra year, so it's even longer. They got to come out with like three or four degrees each. <laughs> I mean, sheesh. All right, well, my small forward, it, just to round out my perfect lineup so far, is Jabari Smith from Auburn. Interesting. What do you mean interesting? He's going to be like number one pick in the draft. Yeah, but I, I, he, he can play, you know, just about any position, but I think he's more of a four. Uh, I mean, I know he's he's literally Kevin Durant. I mean, yeah, that's that's true. And he's a small forward. It's just the way he is in college, they don't he's technically playing the four position because there's other smaller guys around him. Yeah, that's but yeah, you're right. He's going to be he's a he's a 3. He's a he's a scorer. He's not no power forward. He might need to work on his handles a little bit, but he definitely can score. That's for sure. That's my small forward. I'm sticking to it. John John, who's yours? Uh, I'm going to go with a little small ball. I'm going to I'm going to go with Jaden Ivey from Purdue. Oh, man, that's a really good one. I actually have him as well as my small forward. Man, I don't have any argument there, buddy. I, that's, a, that's a real good one. I mean, you could almost argue. Six four, but he, he could hold his own at small forward. I mean, you could almost argue him going number one in the draft this year. Yeah, he'll definitely be top. If he's not top ten, somebody's not doing enough scouting. If he's not top five, then that's. I mean that's they're just missing out, but yeah, I mean you're right. I I I kind of forgot about him. I don't know how I forgot about him, but I did. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> I'm still not. I still would take Jabari Smith. I think I might put Jay Nivey at a two guard though. Yeah, yeah. I mean he's a two three. Yeah, I mean he's in yeah, the oh, yeah. for sure. Listen, I'm, just, I'm, I'm not backing down from my perfect lineup though. He's just he's just so athletic. And he can shoot, take you to the basket, and he'll even dunk on you if he wants to. So, what? Well, I mean, you guys—that was a pretty good small four from you guys. But my power forward, who's probably going to be the number one or number two, depending on which spot my small forward goes, Bancaro, my power forward, buddy. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely – he's. I think he needs to get a little more consistent on his shooting. But once he does that, he's going to be really hard to guard and really tough to play against. Oh, there's no doubt about it. There's not a true, really, like anybody in college that could guard him on a night that he's hitting. Oh, no, not at all. Because he's so big and he can – he's not like a great outside shooter, but his mid-range is top tier. And then he gives you that oh, pump fake, and he'll go dunk on you too. So he's got some of the best footwork in the post that I've seen. I, I was getting ready to say he's got good footwork too. Oh yeah. Well, well who you got? Who you guys got? I'm at, gonna, go ahead, John. John. At power forward, six <laughs> ten from Duke. Oh gosh. Kylo <laughs> and Carol. No surprise there. I figured John John might have him. I'm gonna yeah, actually. You no, know I had to. 
Yeah. Of well, course. It's not like it's a bad pick or anything. Yeah. I'm going to go a different route. I'm going to take Mr. Oscar Sheebway at power forward. Oh, a little big man at power forward position, huh? I mean, he grabs every rebound there is. So, I mean, when you got yeah. shooters and, you know, people that I mean, can score, you need listen, somebody to rebound. <laughs> listen, I got no argument from you there. I've just got him at my center position. Interesting. That's what he plays at Kentucky, a center. Yeah, that's true. But my He's center, center, buddy, my Listen. center is my center is also top three pick, and Mr. Chet Holmgren. Oh, Lord. He, he ain't no top three. You just <laughs> lost this lineup challenge just for that pick right there. Yeah, but he can step out and shoot. He he can block a bunch of shots. I mean, once he gets some, you know, muscle on his bones, he'll be all right. We ain't talking about the future. We're talking about right now. Oh, I know. Freaking Sheepway got there and freaking break that man in two pieces. <laughs> One box out from Sheepway. He, <laughs> he's out for the year. John, John, who's your center? I figured both of you were going to say Sheepway, so I went a different route. And I'm going to say Coburn from Illinois. Oh, okay. gosh. Okay. I, I, you know, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Exactly. 21 and 11. He's he's definitely a big man, that's for sure. Yeah, he's just – he's got no – he's got nothing but with, inside of five feet. That's where he lives. Yeah. And if he if he gets – if he get you know, if he's not hitting any of his, like, little hooks and stuff like that, it's off night, he can't – he doesn't have the ability to really step out and shoot. That's his only downfall. I, I, was, I was watching him a couple of days ago, and – he was he was hitting these turnaround jumpers and it had me in awe. What, so what, he, what so he, he, so he stole the position and stole your heart and slid right into the yeah. starting five, did he? I, I was thinking about right there. I was gonna say that is my center right there. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I don't know about you guys, but I don't know if your guys' team is gonna be able to rebound against mine. I got six ten Jabari, six ten Paulo. And then six nine six ten Shibway, who's already the best rebounder in the country. Oh, we'll be the uh, the one thing that Oscar does. The one thing that Oscar does struggle with though is length. I don't have to worry about nothing from you, buddy. I'm gonna put Paulo on your freaking Chet Holmgren pick, and <laughs> Paulo's gonna make him look silly. Well, I mean, then Oscar's just gonna be guarding Oscar. So we'll see. That's a cancel out. Yep. So. I don't know. I'm just going to – listen, I, I'm going to stick with my starting five. The only person I might take from you guys is Jaden Ivey, and I, I'd slide him in at shooting guard for a Baji. That's about all I would change for mine. Can't you have him? Nope, cannot, because you decided to go with Jabari Smith. Who is going to be the number one or number two pick in the draft. I would – yeah, he's – yeah. I mean, no, he, oh, there's no debate about it. It's going to happen. It, there's going to be it, it. It it all just depends on who gets number one through five. But I mean, that's going to be an interesting, you know, interesting I mean, you draft get, choice. Yeah, but you can't really go wrong with. Oh no! Pick, yeah, no, I'm not six saying, ten yeah. guy who can score from anywhere. I mean, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, and both of the first two picks. That's both of them can do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's, so it doesn't matter who. I mean, they're getting similar players. Apollo's more like can do more in the post. Jabari isn't really going to go in the post much, I doubt, but um, they're interchangeable for the most part at what they do, you know. 
Yep, yeah. I would agree. But Sheboy, you know, we, me and Matt both had him. John John pretty much said he would have had him, but he didn't just want to have all of us to have him at the same position, which Matt had him at power forward, so he still could have had him. That's player of the year right there, buddy. Uh, it's got to be the way it's looking. I think it's already. I think it's already locked in. If you if if you want to talk about like just going off odds, listen. I pl- I, I the other day at uh, Saturday maybe Saturday he was at plus three fifty I think odds, and then the next person was like plus four hundred or plus four fifty. Now Oscar's down to plus one twenty five, and then the next closest is still like at plus like four hundred plus four fifty. So like according to Vegas, it's almost locked in. Yeah. If he all he's got to do is keep averaging fifteen and fifteen, and Kentucky to win, you know, most of their games, which, which is which they win. I mean, they're not as long as they win the games they're supposed to, and don't have a complete season meltdown. The the he'll win it. I mean, Kentucky's got – we've got Alabama at home, LSU at home, Arkansas away is going to be tough, Ole Miss at home, and Florida away. So, I mean – Yeah, you know, even if we lose a couple. I mean, I think – Yeah, I agree. I mean, he's I think, definitely I – think he's, I think he's almost locked in to win it. Uh, which will yeah. be the first player to win it for us since Anthony Davis. Yep. And yes, when, sir. So – we all know what happened after he won it. Oh, yeah, championship. Speaking you know? of championship, March is getting so close, and I can't wait for March Madness. I can't freaking wait. I can, I, can almost, I can almost taste it. It's uh, that close. John John smells it. Matt tastes it, and I can feel it. It's upon us. It and, is. You know, it's. I think it's going to be the Blue Bloods. Battle of the Blue Bloods. And I don't – Final Four or, you know, Elite Eights at least for, like, the, the likes of Kansas, Kentucky, Duke. Um, but there's going to be, you know, some not-so-Blue Bloods in there too. I think Baylor will probably still make it. I think they're going to end up pl- playing consistent. Gonzaga, yeah. Auburn. Maybe Purdue. They're they're still playing. There's still so many teams, good teams that are playing inconsistent basketball. I mean Purdue. I think other than Kansas, they choke the most in the in the tournament. (laughs) Yeah, Purdue's always that good team. You know, they 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 always get a high ranking, and then they just somehow blow it. Yeah, I mean, there's just every time you turn around, one t- the teams that you think are guaranteed to, you know, Sweet Sixteen, Elite Eight, they're dom they're dominating one week and then they lose games that they shouldn't, or yep. they even get like blown out. You know, there's just yep. no consistency. There's like the main, you know, the top ten teams for the most part are consistent. Outside of that, nothing. Even some of the top ten teams aren't totally consistent. You know what I mean? Yep. But honestly, that's the greatest part about March Madness. I'm telling you, I think we're heading for the one of the craziest March Madnesses. I like, would agree. 
couple 14s, couple 13s to make some runs or at least win their first round and upset some teams. It's, it's going to be a real good one. What was it on Sunday? It was uh, exactly a month till Selection Sunday? Yep. Yep. It's closing in. And you know what happens on Selection Sunday? What? Not only do the brackets get released, but the people are going to get the opportunity to enter into our bracket challenge. And it's something you're not going to want to miss. There's a bunch of prizes, but you, but you got to do good in it. Yeah. But you got to get top three. You're going to have to earn it. We ain't just going to give it. Yeah. We're not just handing this out for nothing. This is, this is going to be prime merchandise that people are going to want. You're going to be wearing it. People are going to ask, where'd you get that? You're going to be like, listen, let me tell you about the podcast I listen to. <laughs> and also, for the opportunity to be the first guest on the show. Oh, you're not going to want to miss that. You, you, we're going, we'll have a special episode. We'll talk about some funny stuff, some good stuff, whatever's going on at that time. Whatever, whenever you want to hop on to the show, it's going, you're, you're going to want to win. You want first place, obviously. Oh, yeah. Not for, not for the $50 gift card. Not for the shirt, but to be the guest of the show. That's Although what you are, want. Those are great prizes, but it's, it's strive to be the best to get on the show. Plus the bragging rights of winning it. True, yeah. I mean, I, I'd be all right with it, just a t-shirt because, I mean, they're so sick. Yeah, yeah, they're going to yeah, be yeah. wicked t-shirts. And that does it for today's episode. Tune in next week for an all-basketball episode and more information about the upcoming Bracket Challenge. Be sure to keep a lookout for any updates and information on our Twitter at GetInTheHuddle underscore and on our Instagram, GetInTheHuddle3. And as always, if you can't make it to the game, get in the huddle. We'll see you next week.